Welcome to Relevant Live with Pastor Chris Sarno, a weekly podcast from Relevant Church in Daytona Beach, Florida. We pray this message helps you connect to God as you find your place, reveal your purpose, and unlock your potential. Let's head live to Pastor Chris for today's powerful message. You know what I'm saying? And it was like, well, Pastor Chris, you're getting all excited about that. Well, yeah, because you got to realize something. Money's in the earth. Money ain't in heaven. So you're yelling at God, God help me, God do this, God do that. No, no, no. Tell the devil, take his hands off your inheritance. You realize your inheritance came from God, you're an heir? We'll talk about that. That's why I do that seminar, that once a year I do that seminar on money. You know why? Because the church needs to have it, you need to have it. You know what I'm saying? And I don't mind sowing in tears, but sooner or later I want to reap and joy. Okay, so here's what we're going to talk about. I really want to talk about this because next week we start. So now what are we going to do in this? We're going to do 21 days of fasting and praying. I'm going to tell you what I'm thinking about. I want you to get this when you leave or they can hand it out. I'm going to take a minute, okay? And I talk to you about why you fast, fasting focus, okay? Types of fasts. If you don't have this, does anybody not have this? It's on the app too. Who wants this in paper form? Can you somebody go get these? Lauren, can you get somebody to get these? And hand them out, please. Because I didn't know I was going to talk about this. That's me. Talks about the prayer and worship. Everything's on the app, too. If you got the Relevant Church app, it's on the app. We might as well get into this. I really, I'm going to tell you what I was thinking about this year. I felt, last night I shared about this, for us, everybody connected us, this is the year of, of, of identification. We are going to unveil the law of identification within your life. I believe, more than any other year, this is going to be the year when God is going to pull back the veil and let you really see the hidden man of who you really are on the inside spiritually. That's a total different. So this law of identification is going to produce God consciousness at another level. Yeah, if you want, yeah, whoever needs them, just raise your hand. They could pass them around. How many you got? You probably need 500. I, I, I don't know. The ladies will help. This way you got it. And we could have popped it up on the screen. That would have been good if I would have been prepared, but I didn't know we were going to do this. As you can see, this is me just doing it on the, on the fly. But... That's okay. I'd rather fly and do it than not do it at all. Amen? Right? So I want to tell you what I was talking about. I really believe this new year is all about this transfiguration is, is intimacy with the Holy Spirit. Write this down for all the note takers and they'll see your hand. It's unveiling your heavenly identity. That is what this year is going to be about for everybody connected. We are going to unveil your heavenly identity. Does that make sense? Meaning this, that your identity in Christ is going to be discovered greater than any other year this year. That means it's going to come through revelation and instruction, and instruction is going to produce revelation to show you who you really are. Because when we start using all this terminology, we'll lose people if we're not careful, because what happens is you're a new creature in Christ, never been one like you before. Oh, my God in heaven, what's going on? You know what I'm saying? And you're going to get the download of who you really are based on biblical, biblical knowledge. Is that okay? So you're going to find out who you are in Christ, what you have in Christ. Identification is key because you either identify with Adam or you identify with Jesus. Every time you identify with Adam, you're living beneath the benefit. Every time you identify yourself with Jesus, you live up to the potential of your life. Here, here's the problem with the church. You ready for this? When you start talking about identifying yourself with Jesus, it takes some faith to believe this stuff. You understand? Because you ain't who you think you are. You're who God made you to be. Is that Okay. And when you start getting into that, what will happen is if people don't, let me, I'm going to show you this. Yeah, let, let's pass these out because then this way it will help you guys focus. Okay? 
Everybody got one? Anybody does not have one, raise your hand. Anybody does not have one? How'd you not get one, Jerry? Your whole row got one and you didn't get one? My God in heaven, I mean, geez. What are you even doing? Pay attention when stuff's getting passed out, man. Love me some Uncle Jerry. Come on, man. How many of these we need? Jesus, good God. Praise the Lord. Mom, God, you're a studious church. Amen. Praise the Lord. Did you get one? Oh, my God. Let me get one more. You got one more? Here, let me bring yours personally, Jerry. Come on. Here you go. You and Kevin. You got one? Oh, yeah. Tell them if it's a typo. I don't really care. But uh, now it's probably a typo. Is it a typo? Yeah. Friday's the 28th. Somebody in the department jacked it up. You guys in trouble now. No, he said he did. He rarely found the typo. But um, thank you for doing that. Help me. Um, why do I fast? Being serious. This is serious, like what we're getting ready to do. Why do you fast? According to the Bible, if I could speak, there's, there's every opportunity for us to go to another level. So you might say, okay, I don't know about fasting at this level. I never did this before. Now, I'm not telling you to go extreme and be like, oh my God, I'm going to give up. I'm not going to eat food. I'm going to drink everything through a straw. I'm going to be, you know, getting all wild and wearing out. And then it's not going to be real productive for you. I think you got to pray and ask God, what does God want you to do? Because you can't really, really get into this thing without having God, God um, kind of reveal to you what it is you should be doing. And I'm going to say this, and I'm being serious about this. I'm not really oh my God, you better stop eating. That doesn't mean anything to me because a lot of people go on a spiritual diet. You know, they just, they don't stop eating, but did you spend time with God in praying? Did you spend time with God in the word? Have you really separated yourself to God? And have you really put your attention on God over these 21 days? Or did you just really go on a liquid diet, which is okay, but you understand what I'm saying. This is not about just go and subject your flesh. This is about spending time with God. The time you give up in fasting should really be the time you give to God. You know what I'm saying? Like how many, you know, like, all right, if you go out to dinner and you like hang out for an hour eating dinner and you say, hey, I'm going to cut back a little bit. I'm going to give God that hour. I'm not telling you that's what you do. Some of you get up in the morning, you spend time with God. Some of you do it at night. Some of you guys do it this. I don't care when you do it. All I'm asking for is this. I think you separate 21 days. You give God something more than what you gave him. If that means, hey, I'm at work. I get an hour for lunch. The first 15, I'm going to go walk around the park and pray. And then the next 45, I'm going to go do whatever. I don't know. I don't care. Do what you need to do for you. But let's give God a little bit more time. The reason why we're giving God more time is not to get brownie points from heaven, but we're getting opportunity for God to speak to you. There's stuff God's been trying to speak to you that he needs your time to get it over to you. But if you ain't spending that time with God, we're missing it. Okay? Now, fasting is going to produce a clarity. It changes you. It doesn't change God. It's going to make you more clear in your hearing. So I tell some of these guys, hey, look, just pray more. I don't know. Pray in the spirit. Do something. Give God just a little bit more time than you normally would. Pray about it. You ask God, I don't want to keep going over the same thing. You know what I'm talking about. The focus is this. We're seeking the Lord about stuff that's going on. Like, this is really good. We encourage you to seek the Lord in prayer and let your decisions about biblical fasting come from him. Ask the Lord to show you areas during your times of fasting. You see that? And I like that because here's the thing, right? We know that we got burdens. We got emotional, financial, physical, family stuff, relational stuff, 
all that stuff. We know that when you get a hold of fasting and praying and you show God you're really serious about spiritual things, God's going to move. And that's the big thing. God's going to move because you, not because because you're giving him faith. You understand that? That's a faith step. It's all about faith. This is not about, we're not buying something from God. You're not like sacrificing so God has to do it. Ain't got nothing to do with that. It's a faith step for you to seek God. And when you seek God, guess what he does? He said, knock and I'll open a door. Seek me, you'll find me. Hello? Call unto my hand and I will what? Respond to you. He's not a mean guy. He's waiting for you to come. Draw nigh unto me, I'll draw nigh unto you. That's some of the stuff I'm going to talk to you about. Because we, we, get, we get distant from God just because of life. So as you go through it and read it, some of you might be like, well, I'm going to fully fast. I'm going to Daniel fast. Some of you have dietary restrictions. Do whatever you got to do. Just find time. Everybody got it? Because next week, this is why I got to talk about it today because it fell on a Sunday. I got one week and that's it. Next week, we come in here and we launch. Now, you say, Pastor Chris, man, what happens if, uh, what am I, I don't know, I don't know what to do. Well, you pray and say, God, what do you want me to do? You know what I'm saying? It's ain't hard be like, hey, God, what do you want? You know, I got, I tell people, I said, man, go, I told somebody the other day, I said, look, man, you're a business guy, you're busy, I understand. They live in one of the, they live in Orlando, they got a lake, you know, around where they live. I said, go walk around the lake and pray in tongues. That's a good idea. I said, yeah. Go get movement. Go walk around a lake and pray in tongues. How hard is that? Go walk the beach. We got to the beach. I used to do that every day. I'd go out there. I'd get a Starbucks. Uh, chill out with the Starbucks, guys. All right, whatever. Everything's demonic, all right? You, never, you can't even leave your house, okay? So why do you give that evil people your money? Because everything is crazy. All right, so don't write me a letter. I don't read it, as you can tell. Right. So I grabbed my coffee, and I'd walk on the beach. So not to make me, me look all out of planet, you put your ear things in and don't put none on. People don't know what you're doing. I put those ear pods in. I'm like, hey, how you doing? Peace, what's up? Go, dolphins are jumping, birds are, you know, whatever. I was saying, walking in the sand. That's some good atmosphere out there. Go do that for 21 days. Go, some of you need some exercise. Not being mean. Combo it. Good. Put your shoes on, walk around the neighborhood. I see you walk by the neighborhood praying. Don't worry, I'll just wave. I, got, I used to call them the golden girls. I used to see these, 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 you know, these vintage ladies were walking on the beach. And they, they, were, they would all be out there walking. They would, I would wave to them every day. I seen them like, hey, girls, how you doing? They'd be like, hey, how you doing? Right? Why? Because you got you to gotta get a pattern that works for you. Some of your night owls, you want to stay up all night long. I don't want to do that. I get up too early for that. Then go do something. Go, go, for, go walk on your treadmill for crying out loud and praying tongues. I don't know where you're going to pray in tongues. Pace the floor, but pray in the spirit. You got to give God. Give God 10 minutes. Give God 15 minutes more. When's the last time you read your Bible? Yeah, yeah, you the one today. But I guarantee you there's 20 people in here that said, not for a while. So just say, all right, how hard is it? You ever not read your Bible for a couple days and then read it and find out how good it was and go, why haven't I been reading this book? Thank you. Taste and see the Lord is good. Get in there, man. Get a little plan. Download the app for crying out loud. It's easy. Seven scriptures. Confess the word. Meditate in the word. Give God something for 21 days. Now, I got news for you. If you do not plan, you know, we were talking about meal prep. If I do not meal prep, I am going to eat everything in sight. Did you hear what I just said? If it ain't in the container, 
and you let me loose all day long, I am going to eat everything I see all day long. That's just how I'm going to roll. I'm going to be, Mike, I'm going to be, eating, I was in the back there, I'm eating nuts, I'm shoving this in my face, I'm eating this, I eat Reese, I eat whatever's there. Because I did not have prepared what I'm supposed to eat for the day. I know where I'm strong and I know where I'm weak. You better figure out you, Brian. But if it's in a container and I go, that's my container. Hello? Are you here? You better go figure out what works for you. I'm not going to do it. Then get accountability. Say, all right, me and Tim, Tim, we're going to pray every day for 10 minutes. What time we, what time we talking? We could do this at 7 o'clock. Good. Call me at 7, and we're going to pray for 10 minutes, and then you go to work. Get with your wife. And you guys are the worst at this, and I love you, but you need to be praying with your spouse. All the girls go pray with the girls, and all the boys don't. I don't know what they do, but whatever. But you know what I'm saying? And then the girls are like, well, he don't want to pray with me. Well, you, this is it. How many of you are not praying regularly? Don't raise your hand. How many of you are not praying regularly together with your spouse? Hey, guess what we're doing for 21 days? What time you want to meet? And you girls got the power of persuasion. All right, we'll leave it at that. Because you know that joker will do anything you want him to do. Amen. You people don't. That is not manipulation. That is very, very much so enhancement of prayer life. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You, you catching me? Did that go over your head? Some of you went over your head? All right, I'll, I'll try it later. I'll keep it G-rated, but you get what I'm saying? Like, if you tell him to meet you, he'll meet you. Unbelievable. You know, you guys need therapy. I love you. You know what I'm saying. But you got to schedule it. Like, hey, before we go to bed or before we get up and go running around to work, what are we doing for five minutes? Let's go. Let's go pray. What are we praying about? What do we believe in God about? Okay, you don't like that? Get with somebody you, who you can connect with. Get accountability. Hey, Paul, we're going to read. What are we reading? 21 days. Three, we're going to read three scriptures. And to some of you, man, let me tell you, you get too much. You got this big pendulum. You know, Christians are one extreme to the other. Nothing or everything. I'm going to read a chapter of the Bible every day. Give me seven scriptures. Let's start with that. Give God some of your attention so he can give you some input. You get me? Now, some of you, I know you're all Bible scholars. I read uh, 19 chapters a day. I pray in the spirit 22 hours a month. All right, great. Then you, you guys better go suck everything through a straw and go figure out your deal. I don't know. But I want something. Hey, look, I'm going to go for it. But I want something out of you to go say, I can pray for five minutes. Five minutes. Who can't pray for That's why five minutes with PC. Why do you think I built that app on the Chris Arner ministry thing? I made it for you. Read the seven things. Do the thing. Go do it. Okay, I'll do that. I can commit to that. Who can commit to that for 21 days? Yep. Who can commit to praying five more minutes for 21 days? Who can tell God, I'm going to read a chapter for 21 days? Quiet right there. Who can commit to reading a half a chapter for 21 days? Come on, you know what I mean? And if you miss it, just double up. And then what are you doing? Hey, God, you know what I'm doing? I'm not earning anything. I'm, but you know what one of the proofs of love is? Spending time. One of the proofs of love is to spend time with someone. Time is the most valuable thing you have. 
So when you show God, I'm going to spend time with you, you're showing God I love you. What's your wife want? She wants your time. What's your husband want? He wants your time. What is anybody that you care about? They want time. When people have time, they understand it's currency of love. So what are you going to look like when you start telling God, I'm going to spend time with you? And let me tell you, this is so good. You ready for this? Listen to the preacher. You don't want to feel it. You're never going to feel it. It's not about feeling it. It's do it anyway. Is that, is that, did you pull that in? Now that sounds bad because we're in church and we're supposed to have this real spiritual whatever, but I'm over that junk. Here's the truth. You're not going to want to do it. Make yourself do it. Reading your Bible is not going to part the Red Sea. The heaven's not going to pop open. You're not going to hear out of the sky, that is my son who I'm well, but you're not going to hear it. It's not going to be there. I tried, right? It's going to be a little boring, okay? Praying in the Spirit's really going to wear you out if you're really looking for an experience. Just pray anyway. This is so good. I wish to God somebody would have told me this 20 years ago. Do it anyway. Build the discipline of vision and then the feelings will catch up. Because let me tell you what God does. And this is the truth. He allows you to pursue him without a feeling for a while. Because everything him and you exchanges by faith. So people come to God and want to experience his touch. But to experience his touch would take you out of faith. So first he lets you experience him by faith. And then he'll show up with touch. Does that make sense? That means you're going to do it for a while without his presence, but then sooner or later his presence is going to show up. Because that means it's what? It's not, a, it's not a, an experience thing, it's a faith thing. Oh, you don't believe me? What does Hebrews eleven six 6 say? He who comes to me must believe that he is, and that he's a rewarder of them who diligently seek him. It's all about faith. Now faith is a substance of things hoped for, it's evidence of things not seen. We understand they am saying the good report by faith. What's that mean? Faith. Everything with God is faith. So if God's about faith, what's that mean? you got to walk steps of faith before you have feel, and then feel those catch up later. Woohoo! come on, ain't that good? So that means what do you do? You do it anyway. You do it anyway. Okay, look, I'm, uh, this is going to sound bad, but I don't really care. You ever not want to go to dinner with somebody, like your wife? Your husband? Yeah, no, you baloney you're lying. You know, some days you're just like, I don't really want to do this. What do you do? You do it anyway. Because you said a thing, you said, you ever been, you ever been arguing? Y'all lying in church, don't lie. You ever been arguing, but you know you got to go to that thing, and you're like, we'll get in the car, let's go, yeah, let's go. Let, yeah, yeah, let's go, I've been waiting for you, let's go. It's going to be a great event, yeah, put a smile on your face, <laughs> it's going to be great. Right? Come on, y'all know, you did it on church this morning, some of you, are like, oh yeah, come on, you're late, you always make me late, you know, some, but you go, you go anyway, come on, you, come on, come on, you go anyway, and you do life Together with humans, you don't think God, God ain't that touchy. He's got big shoulders. Hey, God, yeah, this ain't no fun. I ain't having no fun neither. God's looking down in heaven going, I'm not having no fun. You know, that's how I changed my prayer life. Oh, my God, I was so bored out of my mind. My spiritual ADD was kicking in so bad. I'm like, I can't, I'm a failure. There's no way I'm going to be able to do this. I was trying to pray. I was falling asleep. I was passing out, man. I'd get up early, dude. I'm like, uh, I, I think I chipped my tooth one time. or so, Like I fell and banged my head in the back of the closet because I was like in the chair and I was fading out, conking out. Because you got to pray and you got to read and you got to get up and you got to go to work. And you're thinking like, I got to go to work. At like the, and I got to get up. So I got to get up, but God knows when to try to get this in, to try to pray, to try to be spiritual. I just quit. And one day, I swear, I was sitting there. I go, 
this stinks. And I swear to you, if it was not God, it was me and it was funny, so let's just say it was God. And I was like, this is miserable. And God's like, I'm miserable too. I'm like, praise the Lord. This is awesome. This stinks. This is so stinking nuts, boring, ridiculous. And that's when I got it. God's like, move, man. Get up and go. I said, get up and go? Yeah. I was like, give me a coffee and let's go go walk and let's go pray and let's just get out and let's just, woo, I needed to move. And I was like, try to sit up in the closet, you know, because that's how you had to do it. You know, you got to get in there and just, you know, pray it out. Like, you know, you got to get in there and grind it out. Some of you know what I'm talking about. Some of you don't have a clue what I'm talking about. Just trust me. It's better doing it my way. I tried the other stuff. It don't work. Just go make it fun, man. Get on the treadmill, pray in tongues. I don't know where you're going to do it. Walk the Get out and get moving and make this thing fun. Read one scripture and meditate on one scripture. You know what I told these guys? Man, I got these dudes. I'm coaching these guys. I'm trying to get them to get it. I said, 52 weeks, one scripture a week. And you know what you're going to look like at the end of the year? You know what you're going to look like? One scripture a week, not one a day, one a week. You have 52 scriptures buried in you that you could pull on. He who keeps his mind in him shall keep him in perfect peace. Next time problems show up, you're going to that thing will come on your recall. Woo! I'm staying in perfect peace because my mind is stayed upon the Lord. Come on. Greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world. When obstacles show up, you're going to see the greater one on the inside of you. Come on. I fear nothing. Come on. You see what I'm saying? You got to put them in you. Nobody can do it for you. You got to do it. And I know you can so this is exciting. So they say, well, what is this all going to, what's all going to happen with this when I, when, I, when I really start kicking in gear? You're going to transform. Amen. Now, here's the thing. Write some of these down. Because why, why am I doing this, Pastor? Because you're going to pull me in this thing, and what's this all about? And I'm just going to be, because uh, like I said, we got to get going then because we're going to be here. So you can read about all that first fruit stuff. You can read about all that. You can just figure that out. What's the biggest thing? Number one, boom. Look at Hebrews 4.16 in the Passion. You are going to draw near through prayer and fellowship. You're going to draw near to God through prayer and fellowship. How many of you know that's your responsibility to come near God? God already, God is the best checker player you've ever seen in your life. He moves his piece. He says, what are you going to do? You move your piece. Nate, that's what it's all about. He goes, hey. And then you go, ho. And then you go, hey. Ho. And you just keep moving back and forth with God. Everybody, see, people don't understand God, so they're like, God don't want me. I don't want to go near God. He's scary. He's not scary. He's normal. You just got to come to God with genuineness of heart and be transparent. He's cool with you. Look what it says over here in 416 in his passion. He says, let us then fearlessly and confidently and boldly draw near to the throne of grace. That's where Jesus is at. The throne of God's unmerited favor to us sinners that we may receive mercy for our failures and find grace to help in good time. For every need, appropriate help and well-timed help come in just when you need it. Draw near to him and he's going to do what? He's going to draw near to you. That's what we said in James. Remember James said, draw an eye? Oh, you're going to like this one. Go look at James 4.8. You're going to like this one. James 4.8, look at this, King James is great. Draw nigh to him and he will what? Draw nigh to you. Man, you see James 4.8, you understand, super nice. Draw nigh to God and he will what? He'll draw nigh to you. Cleanse your hands and purify your hearts. You double-minded? What's that mean, draw nigh? That means you gotta pursue him. That's right. And as you pursue him, guess what's gonna happen? He's gonna pursue you. That's right. You just gotta think, little steps. How do I draw near? Through prayer and worship? Through spending time with him? 
through taking the time to what? Seek him. I'm just going to give you a couple of highlights and then we're going to go. Okay, ready? How about this one? I like this. Why am I fasting? You ever ask yourself that? And that's on there. Right, we give you that according to the Bible. You all understand Why am I fasting? It's for spiritual renewal, guidance. Some of you need healing. Some of you need a resolution to problems. You're going after it. Special grace to handle difficult situations. That's why you go there. Man, I cannot handle this thing in front of me. I need special grace to tap into to give me strength to overcome this stuff. So what do you do? Pray and fast. Seek, seek the Lord while he can be found. Give your attention to God. Look at this, right? Here's another one. Ask the Holy Spirit to clarify his leading and objectives for your prayer and fasting. He will enable you to pray more specifically and strategically. How many need some specific strategic prayers this year? Do fasting and praying, we humble ourselves. Because you know what 2 Chronicles 7.14 says. You can put that up there. King James is great. You know, they need to see this though. This is big for you, right? It stirs your soul and it's going to awaken your heart and it's going to transform the way you think. It's going to give you this separation. Second Chronicles 7, 15, 14, I'm sorry. Second Chronicles 7, for if my people which are called by my name, I'll give you a minute to get it. King James is great. For if my people which are called by my name shall humble themselves. That's fast because you're humbling yourself. You're separating yourself. And pray and seek my face and turn from the wickedness. Then I will hear from heaven and I will forgive their sins and I will hear their land. Right? What's he saying? Words are called by my name shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face. Through fasting and praying and humbling yourself, what are you doing? You're seeking God. What did he promise? He said, I'll, I'll touch your situation. I'll heal your land. I'll get in your stuff. I'll move on your life. I'll move on your behalf. See, it's going to change you. This is all about you changing, you transforming, you going to another level. Watch this one. This is, so what is this? Fasting doesn't change God because he was the same before, during, and after the fast. But fasting is going to change you. It will help you keep your flesh under. You understand that? Now what happens is sometimes we, gotta, we have a crucified flesh, but sometimes we allow it to become too strengthened through our soul. Does that make sense? Jesus crucified your flesh once and for all, but sometimes we get, we get appetites for things that we don't need to have, and through fasting, we separate ourselves from those things, and not just in the physical appetite. There's some things you guys need to just kind of get away from, and if you start fasting, you'll get strength over those things to subdue your flesh. So if you've got addiction you're battling, fast a little bit. You got some stuff you're facing, fast a little bit. You got some anger, fast a little bit. Why? Because it's not that you're carnally overboard. It's just that you've been feeding something too long, and now we're going to starve it just a little bit, and we're not going to let it have strength or power over you. Remember the Bible said this, everything's good for you, but not everything's great for you. What is he saying is, there's some things we built up we need to separate from. Some of you have been tipping it a little too hard. It's time to get it. I'm telling you. I'm just telling you what's up. Look, I ain't no holy angel. I understand who you are in here. Look, some of you have been smoking way too much dope, and you better separate. Look, dude, I'm not playing. This is reality. This is what you're talking about winning. You know what I'm saying? Like, how, I, I can't get victory over this, Pastor Chris. You can't separate yourself for a little bit. You'll put that stuff down. Separate yourself from that. You stop smoking that junk. Oh, no, it's good for me. It ain't good for you. Stop being a wacko. Listen, idiots out here telling you all this stuff. This stuff ain't good for you. 
And there's stuff you might be, stuff you need to say. I'm funny, ain't I? <laughs> right? But it's true. I'm just trying to help you. Amen. You know what I mean? Like, separate yourself from some stuff and get out of that thing. Well, God, I'm going I'm to get, get some strength to overcome this. These are real battles people are facing, man. I'm not lightening it. I know it sounds funny when I say it, but if you're battling that, some of you just, well, I don't, that's for all the people doing dope. No, that's for your anger. You know what I'm saying? If you got anger or you got, you're a little hot-headed or you got, hey, man, there's some stuff you got to separate. Fast and pray. Lay some stuff on the altar. I can't get victory over my mind. Some of you are a little tilt with the, with the arena of your mental place because it's a battle for you. And guess what? Lay that thing on the altar. Go, God, I'm not thinking those kind of thoughts no more. I'm not thinking like that no more. I refuse to think like that. I'm going to fast and seek God. And God, you got to take this stuff away. And I'm going to what? I'm going to get victory over this thing. Look, that's not nothing to be light about, and I don't, I'm not trying to be funny, but I'm just trying to tell you, people battle in real stuff. Some of, yeah, how about this? Some of your marriages are on the line. You guys are ready. You're one step away from not being together. Are you kidding me? Lay that thing on the altar of God. Say, we're going to fast and pray, and we're going to, God, we're going to put back together what you put together. Come on, somebody. Somebody's kid is in left field, ain't serving God, shot out, living in the world, and you freaking out, staying up all night long. How's God? You know what I did? I told those little jokers. I said, year before, a couple years, I said, I'm going to fast and pray for you. What? It's called intercession. Hello? I said, God, I'm going to seek your faith. What do you think I do for you? I'm in there getting it. Why? Because I don't want, we're all going to, we're going to win. So I'm like, that's why I want the prayer request. I walked around with that box for three months. We still got it. You know, there's prayers in that box. I can tell you what they are. The people in here wrote them. And I know what they are. The one guy, I know what it is. There's people in here. I know, I know what it is. I can remember to this day. And I still thank God. And that was a year ago. I know your prayers. Well, what are you going to do? You think just because a year went by, I'm taking my faith off it? Are you nuts? I'm going to drop dead, go to heaven, and tell Jesus. I'm going to remind him when I get there. You don't think so? Look, I'm not playing. You don't think I can? You can. You're going to go to heaven. I'm going to go to heaven and go, hey, what about that stuff we talked about when I was in the earth? Oh, you think you're going to do that? No, I know I'm going to do that. And you are too. Oh, you're a little arrogant. No, no, no. He likes that kind of talk. That's called faith. Those guys died without the promise in the earth. Did you hear it? It's Hebrews 11. You're going to maybe not see some things when you're in the earth that you got promises, but I promise you when you go to heaven, I think heaven might be even better to see because I'm just going to bug Jesus all day. Hey, are you ready now to get this done? Because these kids got to serve God because that was the deal. Hello? 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 That thing's got to straighten out. Why? Because that was the deal. I'm talking about you. I'm talking about your grandkids' grandkids. Come on. I don't need nothing. Well, go get it for them. Amen. Little jokers don't want to serve God. Just oh yeah, praise God. <laughs> yeah, go get on your knees and tell God, I'm fasting for that one right there. I'm praying for that one right there. They ain't got to know what you're doing, and don't tell nobody what you're doing. You guys talking over, go, that's what we fasting and praying for the kids. Glory to God. Okay, here it is, last one, right? It's a spiritual discipline that Jesus taught in the Word of God, okay? Now, he didn't say if you fast. He said when you fast. Is that okay? Yeah, you could play because I'll, I'll be here another nine hours and th- these guys got to go. Fast, it, 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 it's, va- it's voluntary. Is that okay though? You, does that make sense? The Bible says when you fast, and you can see that in Matthew um, 6, 16. You want to see that? Basically, you get more time to pray. Let's go look at Matthew 6, 16. King James is great. 
and then I'll let you go. So, because it says, when you pray, see it? Moreover, when you fast, not if you fast, when you fast. So, fasting, Brother Hagin said this. He said he lived a fasted life. You know what I mean? I was like, well, because he wasn't big on this. He never talked about it. We didn't talk about none of this stuff. First fruit, none of that stuff, all that stuff. But, and that's okay, and it's all right, but we're biblically right because it's a symbolic. Does that make sense? Not a requirement. It's a symbol of your faith, going after something, giving God the best, you know what I mean, of, of best of your life. You know what I'm saying? And you know what I really think this is? You're fasting the first, you're fasting the first couple of weeks of the year to go, God, I'm giving you the whole year. You know what I'm saying? That's what the seed's about. Because I couldn't figure out the money thing. I was like, How, what is this about? He said, no, 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 no. He, I got it right because I, I, I had to sit there and talk about it. And then I asked some questions. He's like, no, 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 what it is, it's your expected harvest. Does that make sense? My first fruit gift is my expected harvest, what I'm expecting God to do for me this year. That's your business, what you're expecting God to do for you. That's why I don't go back from what I did. I ain't never went, went backwards because I was one increase. You know what? He's done it every year. And I ain't, I ain't missing nothing, are you? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? God is wild. He just wants to stretch your faith to another level. So leave that there, but get this, right? Read this, because you'll get that later as you go. Read this. Moreover, when you fast, be not as the hypocrites of a sad countenance, for they disfigure their faces, that they may what? Appear with the men they fast. Verily I say to you, they shall have the reward. Right? It's like don't walk around making a big deal of it. You know, like people are like, I'm fasting. You know what I mean? They were a little bit more spiritually out there. You're not. Look at this. Go to 17. You'll see this. But thou, when you fast, anoint thine head and wash thy face. Just look like nothing's going on. Just do your thing. Right? Watch 18. And do what? That thou may not appear to men to fast, but unto thy father, which is in secret. And here it is. And the father, which is in secret, shall reward thee openly. Let's go in there and tuck in with God. We're going to grind this out. And just dig it out. And here's the thing. We're going to help you. So now, whatever you need from me, I'm going to do it. So I told PL, we got to do periodic times of prayer. We're going to walk with you through this thing. Every day we'll give you some kind of, every day we'll give you some kind of like encouragement through the app. You know, we'll use the app. We'll use it as an encouragement tool. And then I want to have periodic times of prayer. And then we're going to do this. We're going to meet on those Saturdays. For prayer class, if you want to go to prayer class, and corporate prayer is going to be the 14th, the 21st, the night of worship. It's all in the back. And then we're going to have Sunday breakthrough service. And we're going to have prayer on those 14, 21st, 28. You're going to see all those things. And we're going to be praying. I'm sorry, the 8th. You see it there. And you see all the details over there. But we're going to have a times of prayer in here in the morning so you can pray on Saturday. You know, we'll let you know when those are coming. We come together corporately, and we go after it. Now, here's what I'm, I'm going to encourage you to do. You got this week to go home and think about it. Like, what are we doing? Get together. Be like, what are we doing? What are we doing? You know, like, do the Daniel fast. Do some kind of fast. You feel good. Do it. You don't need to get the food up. I don't really care about the food. Everybody, look at me. I could care less about the food. Give me the time. Amen. You know what I'm saying? And then whatever we got to do, we're going to go for it. And then we'll I'll talk about all the other stuff later. But what it does, it really focuses your, your brand new year on God. And once you focus on God like that, something changes in you. You know what I'm saying? And it really gets your focus forward for the year. And it really just does something inside your heart. Because God's so good, it's overwhelming. Amen? And some of you have been here before and done this. And look, I didn't even know what this was, man. 
Because I had never done it before. I was like, man, I don't know nothing about this. But I was like, you know what? Bump it. 21 days, just give God time? How can you miss with that? And then everybody was like, then I freaked out. You know, when I first, I was like, how much time are you talking about? I'm talking about 10 minutes a day. Let me, let me show you this real quick. If you're not praying in the spirit right now for five minutes a day, right? What's it going to look like when you start? Time it, man. Time it. I'm going to do this. I, I could do this for five minutes, Pastor Chris. Walk around. I don't know what I'm doing, but praise be God. we'll do it corporately. We'll do it all together if we got it. I don't care. We'll go online every day and pray for five minutes on the app or something. We'll figure it out if you need me to. But pray. What's it going to look like if you haven't been reading five scriptures a day? Meditating in a scripture, good scriptures. And I don't need you reading the book or whatever. I'm going to give you scriptures that mean something to you. I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you the, the epistles, which are going to help build your spirit. What are you going to look like with five minutes of prayer, right? Five minutes of the word, five minutes of confession. So say you do that, 15 minutes a day for 21 days. What are you going to look like? What's going to happen? Something's got to change, man. And then what happens is you just click in gear with God, and then you'll start picking up a lifestyle. And I'm going to say something. You know, it's funny. This is how I got this analogy. You guys that will love this. I said, it was, it was goofy. I was talking about, I was talking to one of these guys, and I said about working out. He asked me something. I said, what'd you work out today? The guy, one guy comes here. He's opening a gym. He's a cool guy. And he goes, oh, you know, I, I worked. How many say this? Like, you worked out today. You could say I worked out today. I could say I worked out today. You could say you worked out today. What's that mean? Did you do your legs? That's working out, but that's only working out. Did you do your shoulders? Did you do, did you do your biceps? You worked out. Who walked? Who ran? Who, who climbed stairs? Some, everybody, who walked the bridge? Did you work out? Yeah. Same thing with the spirit. I'm spiritually working out. That doesn't mean every day I do the same thing. Today I prayed in the spirit. Tomorrow I might meditate in the word. Three days from now, I'm spiritually working out. Hello? I don't do the same thing every day. Right. When you work out physically, you don't do the same thing every day when you work out. Some days you might just, I'm going to confess the word over those kids. I'm just going to worship God today because that's what I feel like the spirit of God's leading me to do. Are you seeing this? Break the habit for you. I don't care what you do for 21 days, but do something. Amen. Put the worship on and walk around the house and just sing in tongues. I don't care what you do. Be led of the Lord. Follow it. And then when you're done with this, whatever discipline you produce, when you come out the other side, you start living a lifestyle. Hey, you know what? I remember what it felt like confessing that word. Doing, I'm going to do that. I'm going to build that thing out. I'm going to build that confessional out. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sit there and confess all those scriptures and put them on, and put them on the YouTube thing. I'm going to sit there and just load them. And then you could have them and you could listen to them in your car. Father, I thank you. I'm going to sit there. I'm going to sit there. I'm going to get so lit and just stay in there and just like, like with the Holy Ghost, I'm just going to get loaded up and go in there and I'm just going to speak these affirmations and then you can have them. I'm going to go in there and go, Father, I thank you that I'm the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. I thank you that you've made me righteous. Load those things up and then you can just go take them out. You can put them in the thing in your ear and work, man. Be like, Father, you'd be tiling it up. Father, I thank you that I'm the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Loaded, man. Your, your whole car ride to work, bro, the thing will be like an incubator of heaven. Why? Because you're, you're going after God, man. You're going after God. Amen. You know what he's going to do? Show up. Amen. Say, how long is it going to take? Brother Norville said it the best. 
God don't have no watch. Don't go worry about how long it's going to take. Just know if you keep doing it, it's got to work. Amen? Amen? Come on. You believe it? Come on. Pastor Liz is going to come. Let me pray for you. You can do this thing, and we're going to do it with you. That's the most important thing you remember. We're going to do this thing with you. Amen? Let me pray for you. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for each and every person here. I thank you, Father, that you're leading, you're guiding, you're helping, you're rearranging their life, supernaturally. Father, I thank you for the Holy Spirit leading them and guiding them and what they should do, how they should do it. I thank you, Lord, for this is going to be the best season in their life. Lead them and help them. Guide them. And Father, I thank you that their spiritual life will never be the same again. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. And everybody said... Thank you for listening to this episode of Relevant Live with Pastor Chris Sarnum. If you are interested in learning more about Relevant Church, you can visit us at relevantfl.org. And don't forget to subscribe to our channel to hear more messages like this one every single week. Thanks for listening.